Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsors. The Angler Magazine of the Great Smoky Mountains and the Upstate covers fishing and outdoor-related activity from Knoxville, Tennessee to Abington, Virginia, all the way down to Columbia, South Carolina, and everything in between. They are a local magazine with national reach. The Angler Magazine of the Great Smoky Mountains and the Upstate is ready to take you on your adventure to the outdoors. Sunrift Adventures and Historic Travelers Rest South Carolina has been outfitting the foothills for over 37 years with the best boats, bikes, tents, and more. With great brands, Sunrift has you covered for every adventure. Stop into Sunrift Adventures' unique outdoor shop and say hello today. Go to sunrift.com for more information. That's sunrift.com. The Angler Magazine of the Great Smoky Mountains and the Upstate covers fishing and outdoor-related activity from Knoxville, Tennessee to Abington, Virginia, all the way down to Columbia, South Carolina, and everything in between. They are a local magazine with national reach. The Angler Magazine of the Great Smoky Mountains and the Upstate is ready to take you on your adventure to the outdoors. Choose your adventure with French Broad Adventures. Zipline canopy tours, whitewater rafting, calm water float trips, canyoneering adventures, they've got it all. Best of all, French Broad Adventures are the only raft zip combo close enough to Asheville that you can experience and make it back to town in time for dinner. Take advantage of their vacation package and save on all the thrills, chills, and occasional spills into the water. For more information or to book your adventure, visit FrenchBroadAdventures.com. Wilkesboro, North Carolina, located in the rolling foothills of northwest North Carolina, is a paradise for outdoor enthusiasts. More than 40 miles of intense mountain biking trails, serene river tubing, record fishing, thrilling disc golf, and epic hikes, all located within minutes of their historic and charming downtown district with monthly concerts, movies, and events. To learn more, visit explorewilkesboro.com. Welcome back for more of Matt and Michelle Outdoors. Always look forward to the great guests we have here on the program and getting to talk to people within the outdoor economy to invite you to have other ways to enjoy the outdoors, but also for people that are in outdoor-related, nature-related businesses to learn from each other and connect with each other. So that's a big part of what we do here at Matt and Michelle Outdoors. And so I am very thrilled to introduce our, our next guest to the conversation. Greg is with us from Rockgeist, and uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you here. I always start off with the same couple of questions for everybody. Where are you from originally, and how'd you get involved doing what you do today? Yeah, I grew up in Albany, New York, and then I moved down to North Carolina for grad school about 10 years ago. Um, started the business five years ago. Uh, congratulations. Uh, That's a big benchmark, five years. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's been a wild ride, lots of growing, lots of learning, um, but uh, we're in a good spot and uh, looking to continue, continue to grow and um, expand and uh, improve our gear. All right. Well, let's talk about Rockgeist. What is it? What do you do? What, we'll give you the extended elevator pitch. Yeah. <laughs> so we manufacture custom bike packing gear. And so that includes frame bags, feed bags, saddle bags, all the gear you need to go bike packing. Yeah. And so when you say bike packing, is this different than, um, you know, people that say, well, I, I bike, you know, trails and all this kind of stuff. I, uh, it sounds to me like a mashup of the bike riding, but also backpacking in and things like that. What? How would you describe it to the layman out there? Yeah, it, it is a mash, mashup for sure. Uh, hiking and mountain biking. Uh, that, that's kind of the two sports that's merging together. Um, so if you were to go backpacking and do maybe a three-day trail, 
uh, we would do the same thing on a bike. And so instead of carrying all your gear and possessions in a backpack, you were carrying them strapped to your bike. Yeah, and and so where did the um, where did the inspiration come from to go ahead and get in this line of business? You know, you, you saw it and were like, oh man. I want to learn that and then do a business in it, or you were doing it for a long time and said, there's a better, there's a better egg. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I started it and I didn't really know what bike packing was. I just tried to, um, get from one place to the other and, and use my bike to do that. And it was a few days ride. Uh, and it's hard. I mean, it's a tough sport to kind of get into and learn. Um, and so my first few trips were, were pretty awful. A lot of mistakes and, and uh, lessons learned from those trips, um, including a lot of gear uh, failures and malfunctions. Um, and so I just started sewing my own gear. Uh, this is um, back in 2012. And so that was uh, the start of my journey with making my own gear. Um, and then it kind of snowballs as it usually does as mm. you make for friends and you know and it kind of takes That's off That's funny because we were just talking off air and Matt Michelle Outdoors itself was just something <laughs> that was created because Michelle and I had and friends in the outdoor economy were like, man, it's hard to get our stories. We're like, all right, well, let's just. Yeah. I mean, it was, it really was that simple. It wasn't some big, oh, let's drop a big business plan and let's do it. Right. It wasn't any of that. It was just like, well, let's just go ahead and do it and we'll just see how it goes you yeah know? <laughs> we'll try to help yeah the organic growth is uh it's it's, it's probably the best kind yeah I, I i can say it's really fun as being a serial entrepreneur to have something that's taking off the way this is and have it be just really just deciding to sit down intentionally to talk about and experience and document certain things it's like wow and now we've got stations wanting to pick it up all over the southern appalachians i mean it's crazy but cool <laughs> you know um so you were doing it for yourself and everything just you know solving a need and then you have friends that start saying at what point was it where you went oh there's a business here yeah that's i don't think there's any uh, defining moment um but certainly um as i saw the, the sport or the growth or the the growth of the sport take off i figured if i get in early that's that's gonna kind of uh, be a good spot to be in um, there's a lot to learn with how to manufacture and sew these bags. And so the earlier you start, the better. And that's just kind of slowly progressed um, until I w was able to um, kind of make the jump for a full-time uh, full choice and quit my 9-to-5 job. Wow. It's not even side hustle anymore. That's right. <laughs> that's really yeah. good. Well, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, as far as the experience and everything else, um, when I used to go out for expeditions, I'd go for up to two weeks in backcountry mm -hmm. kind of stuff and everything. I was younger and more fit. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and even just on a three-day trip, the different elements that you hit and everything else, I'm trying to imagine doing that when I've got a bike to deal with. Yeah. You know, and all the different mechanical stuff that could come with that. Um, I see great opportunities for enjoyment and maybe you know coverage certain stretches Right. cover a lot more in a shorter period of time. But I also see other challenges that would really, uh, for me, let me set this up before I say it. For me, experiences in nature that challenge you unlock better things. They do. You know, Absolutely, and so, yeah. And so I see extra challenges, which could mean extra rewards mm -hmm. that would come with having a bike along for, for an expedition or a trip. 
Right. Yeah, I mean, when you're comparing it with hiking and backpacking, it definitely travel a lot farther. So think about that three-day trip and how far you went, you know, 60 miles, 80 miles, if you're really fit. Well, I mean, that's that's in a single day that you can ride that. Wow. And so, you know, you're also riding downhill, so it's it's fun. I mean, you're mountain biking at, at that end of the day. So um, it, it's a good spot to kind of merge um, the hiking um, seeing, you know, the, the, the single track and double track and trails and then, you know, cutting out the road sections because you can fly through those really quick. You don't have to hitchhike for resupplies. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it really makes it a lot easier. Um, the challenge is, yeah, your bike is a lot heavier than it is uh, when it's just a naked mountain bike. Right. And then, you know, dealing with different mechanical things that might come up. You have to definitely be proficient in all the repairs. Yeah. Which that that sounds like it seems to me that'd be fun though. I mean, probably not in the moment, but yeah. the the idea. I, I I love I love ingenuity when I'm out camping. I love trying to figure problems out. You know, it's like little mini versions of The Martian. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. The movie. It's like, oh, how am I going to get through this? You know. And so I'm trying to think of doing that with a bike with me. Yeah. And you know, all right, I have this much resupply, I have this much of a patch kit. I got, you know, yeah. all those kind of things. If if I don't do this right and I got to revisit it, how many resupplies can I do of what I need? You know, um also covering that much more ground, I think there would probably be a lot of a lot more pre-flight planning than maybe a hike or a backpacking trip. Yeah, well, navigation um is important. You definitely want to know where you're going and and where you can bail if you need to. Um, but because you're on a bike, it's not it, uh, like for hiking. I don't think it's as important because you can move so much faster. Um, mm. And so if you do get uh, stuck in a spot, you can really ride out um, much more easily than you could if you hike. Um, but but as far as identifying trails and mapping out what you're going to do, if you're going to do a couple of days mm, on mm-hmm. a trip and you're going to cover that many more miles, that means you've got to link up your pathway. Yeah. So you really want to be looking for bike packing specific routes. So, I mean, how prevalent – this for the benefit of people that are like, hey, this sounds really cool. I might want to yeah. try this out. What kind of accessibility is there? You know, I see I, – there's some places I go where I'll see bikes out on trails, mm-hmm. everything where it's shared trails. But is yeah. that is that what it is, the same network, or is it kind of – it, it re- Yeah, thing? it really is. Certain hiking trails you can't ride your bikes on, like in the wilderness areas out here. You can't bring bikes in those areas. Um, but a lot of the public land on the East Coast and then certainly out West um, are bike-friendly. Um, and you can backcountry camp um, uh, off the trails um, at established campgrounds or just kind of in primitive campsites. Hmm. So you can link those together. Um, certainly grab a map and just kind of you know look through it and see what you can come up with. That's a lot of fun to kind of figure out like where you're yeah. going to be. And, yeah. yeah, that's why I say pre-flight. You know, yeah, <laughs> or get if, the maps out, look at the topography, figure it. You know, and if you don't want to do that exercise, you can certainly just go to bikepacking.com or you can go to our website rockguys.com and you can download a route on your phone and follow it to a T. Not really have to think too much. You want to be cognitive, of, you know, where you are and how to get out and resupplies. Yeah. Um, but the planning has been done for you. That's really cool. And so um, let's start at someone who's listening and saying, you know, I've never heard of that or I've never tried it. I might want to try that out. Let's start at the absolute first onboarding experience because a lot of what we do on the show is like we want to get people into the outdoors and start experiencing. Like when we had Climax Climbing was here, you Uh know, and talking about just the bit you've never climbed before. 
come down location. We're going to teach you just to get a few grips, get a few steps up and everything kind of, you know, onboard that way. Yeah. <laughs> what would what would be that initial experience be or what should expectations that are hearing this and go, I think I might want to try that. Right. So usually the progression is to learn how to pack your bike and then ride with that, even for a day ride. Don't go out overnight. Um, and once you get comfortable with getting all your camping gear on your bike and you're comfortable riding with it loaded and you, you know, have all the straps situated, um, then take it for just a single night overnighter. Hmm. Um, and so our website, we documented and published routes that are only one night long. And so we're focusing on the beginners. Um, if you don't have gear, you can also rent from us. Hmm. And so we're trying to really get beginners have to show up with your bike, and we'll talk about you know strategies that they have tarping, tarp camping versus a tent, um, where you how you carry your water, where you carry it, all those details. All right, and um, and uh, talk about tarps and everything. Uh, we also have um, Ted from Tarpestry, going to be on the show as well. Um, for people that are more advanced and everything, for people that are listening, they see you're going to be on the show and they're already in the sport. Um, this is where we can get a little bit more deep in the weeds on more of the technical aspects and speaking yeah. to those people. Yeah, uh, certainly. So w- one of the benefits of, of our company is that we make gear that's tailored to your specific riding style, the bike you have, and the features that you want. And so as you become more a mature bike packer, you have preferences of how you like to ride, where you like to pack things, and we can make the gear accommodate those kind of preferences. Uh, we also do ultra lightweight fabrics, uh, which is unique to really these cottage manufacturers. Um, so we work with Dyneema, Cuban Fiber, and X-Pack Light Skin. Um, those are very popular with with the kind of people that are racing and really looking to uh, save grams and ounces with their kits. Hmm. Yeah, that'll all add up. Makes a, it does. The wear and tear over the whole trip. Yeah. I know that from, I, I, I did, mostly did um, paddling expeditions. Okay. And so we'd load up a couple of canoes, you know, and uh, it's like, okay, this is our path. We've got a one-week expedition, two-week, you know, backcountry river up in New England or something in Maine or whatever. Um, we're bringing this many days food, but the trip is three times longer. Yeah. You know, Make sure we have the right fishing gear for where we're going and, you know, and what we're going to forage and all that stuff. Um, Again, when I was younger and in better shape. (laughs) Uh, So now for the business side of things, um, you know, I want to talk about this a little bit, too, because like we were talking off air, there's so many people in the outdoor economy that tune in as well, where we kind of learn from each other and everything. Mm -hmm. How do you approach getting the word out? to let people know about your products and everything else. Cause that, that seems to be, you know, as you said earlier, that was one of the reasons we created the show was to help get the word out for people. Right. Um, but how have you approached building the brand? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. I think for, for market, we don't market ever. Um, and, uh, the, I guess our approach was we're going to work on projects and products that are innovative enough where they're going to get media attention on their own. And so, like, um, bikepacking.com covers um, the entire sport, and they're kind of the the gold standard with news and press and information. And so if we're not working on a product that they're going to be interested in, we probably shouldn't be working on it. Mm. And so that's kind of been our approach is to do things that are different and unique um, and that are hard to do. Um, And that keeps our competitors really to a minimum. Um, so we're the only ones that do a lot of, this, of the work we do, um, and we have a lot of unique products out that no one else makes. 
And so do you do you model it to where you're doing customization orders as the primary source of the business, or do you have lines that you're manufacturing out in a retail sense? Right, yeah. So we do, it's about 50-50. Mm-hmm. Uh, about 48% is custom, from a revenue is 48 custom, um, and then the remainder is um, either the rental program or just universal gear. Um, that's gear that's designed to fit many types of bikes, not just one. And, and you know, this is one of the things that I've, I've been getting a lot of feedback from people as they've heard this show over the last couple of months. They, a lot of them are surprised to hear of all these businesses here in the Southern Appalachians yeah, that are yeah. killing it. You know, they're really leading the way nationally even on a lot of outdoor gear and outdoor recreation um, support and the outdoor economy. Um What's it like to be in that milieu, to be in that community? I think we, we connected through the Outdoor Economy Conference, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, to be there and have 500 people there all tied to the outdoor economy was kind of a wake-up call. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, it was yeah. like, oh, I knew there were several dozens of people. I didn't realize there were this many people that were doing this and so passionate about what they're doing. But what's it like to be in – um, such a hot category lane where there, there there does seem, to me at least, there seems to be a lot of camaraderie. Yeah, I would agree with that. And it's definitely been my experience. Um, I mean, it's really important for me to be part of that community because I don't have a business background. You know, I'm a material scientist. I'm very technical. But running a business, I don't really know how to do that. Um, and so I really leaned on the Asheville community and, um, and certainly the Waypoint program as a guidance um, with connections, um, other sewing manufacturers here um, in Western North Carolina. And I'm, I'm glad you brought up the accelerator because that was one of the things I was going to talk about. Congratulations. You're Thank one, you. of, yeah. one of the first 10 startup businesses in the initial cohort of the, um, of, of the Outdoor Business Accelerator. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, and uh, the lead instructor out there, Matt Godfrey, you know, I've said before, I give credit where credit is due. He and I were talking, and that's how this show was born, was just like, man, we, just, we don't have a platform like this. There's, there's niche things and there's, there's print publication things, but often it's like pay to feature yeah. You know what I mean? And and so we wanted something that was truly an open media f- platform right. for outdoor folks. And, um, you know, so but tell people about Waypoint a little bit. I mean, we've talked about it on the show before, but um, how would you describe to them Waypoint Accelerator? Yeah, it's really uh, it kind of focuses on, on companies that are um, getting off the ground or have just gotten off the ground uh, and then takes them and then helps mature um, different elements of, of growing their business. Um, you know, this includes marketing, um, SEO work, um, you know, conversation with lawyers, um, make sure you have your liabilities covered. Um, these type of business things that, you know, it's not really directly related to your products, um, but it's essential. General yeah. skill sets. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And it gives you lots of connections. If you want to, you know, dive deeper in any of those areas, they can help you do that. Well, and, and, my listeners um, for my regular show on Biz Radio each day know a lot about Scale Up WNC from Mountain Biz Works, mm-hmm. and it's similar to that, right. where it, you form a cohort, it's intensive, have access to all these skill set developments, but also access to men- access to mentors, right? And 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 being able to, you know, bounce things off of each other 
and yeah. learn from each other and support each other and collaborate and grow that way. Mm-hmm. Um, now, is the Waypoint Accelerator, do they have a thing where, like with um, with Scale Up WNC, at the end of finishing out um, that trajectory and going through the program, they have access to people that may invest. Do you know if that's part of Waypoint Accelerator as well? Um, there's certainly connections and opportunities for that. Yeah. Um, but really, Waypoint looks at the goals of every company and not every company's goal is a scale in right. our in our cohort. Right. Uh, we're a scale up, you know, because that's kind of what the intent is. You know, mm-hmm. they're looking to to really scale their product or services, whereas that might not be a goal for all of our companies. And um, what about um, again on the business side? As you grow, um, what's your approach toward growing a team and meeting growing demand as the sport continues to grow? Yeah, I think um, the the focus on systems before people. Um, and then when your systems are ready, bring people in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and in terms of which people, that's a tough question. I'm learning that you know, as I go through this process. Guess what? I've been in business <laughs> for decades. It's an ongoing learning yeah. process because times change too. You know, uh-huh. When you've got a 2.8 unemployment rate in Asheville, the conversation's very different about your pipeline of new talent yeah. than when the unemployment rate is 7. Too. Yeah, you know it's a very different conversation. But I mean, I can tell you, I'm very fortunate to be in Asheville because our bike culture is so incredibly strong, um, and and just that's a good resource um, to pull from. And they're very talented. Um, the work we do is a skilled. Uh, it's a skilled uh, learning um, trait. You know, learn how to sew. It's not just you can't just read one step and continue yeah. on. Let's go back to the uh, to the outdoor experience side of it. Mm-hmm. What's the why for you? Why do you do it? What do you get from getting out there and bike packing? So I, the company exists because we provide a unique value to our community um, that very or almost no other company provides. And that's really why I started the company. Um, and in terms of why I'm so passionate about the sport, um, it's really a great way to see and travel uh, quickly and experience big adventure in a short amount of time. Is it kind of like you hear from pilots where there can be hours of boredom marked by moments of pure adrenaline rush and uh, fear and excitement all mashed together? Yeah, and I would maybe change out the word boredom as like a meditative kind Tranquility. of... Tranquility. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, because I, I can see that, you know. I've, I've been on some hikes where, you know, I chart out some stuff and... And I just missed a couple of close contour lines or something, uh-huh. you know, where yeah. I just missed it. They All of a sudden, oh, well, I could backtrack and loop back around the ridge. Yeah. Or I can descend right here. Well, you're on a bike. That descend is really quick. It is. You know, I, and so um, for around this area and everything, I know you said, you know, people can go to your website and, and look at some already pre-marked out. Um, trips and everything else. Yeah. Um, what should people have in their mind for what they need to prepare for time-wise or physical fitness to go on their first trip out? Because, again, we want to bring more people into the sports. Yeah. I, th- I think it's, um, the place to start is, is look at the bike that you want to ride and see what terrain it's most capable for. Like, if you have a full suspension bike, you can take that on single track. But if you just have, a, like, a cyclocross or gravel bike you really want to stay on the gravel fire roads and and pavement Mm. um and so after that you know because if you do 30 miles on single track it's a lot different than it is gravel right Mm -hmm. um so think about that and um 
if you're looking to buy a bike, think about what terrain do you want to ride the most if you are thinking about purchasing a bike to bike back. Um, the beauty of our sport, though, is you don't need a specific bike. You can bike pack on any bike. Um, but you do have to tailor the terrain that you're going to be on for mm-hmm. the bike you own. All right. And, um, and the last thing I wanted to ask you about, and then we'll give an invite again for people to connect with you and, and check out all the different services and, and products that you've got. Um, but um, what do you say to people out there that have a passion in the outdoors? There's something they feel like they're really good at, or maybe they have something they've developed that their friends really like. You know, mm-hmm. like I've got a friend that makes the most amazing wood lures. Uh-huh. Beautiful, beautiful. I was like, dude, really, you should figure out a way to produce some of these and sell them and everything. But what do you say to people, because you've already taken that leap. You've been recognized with the Waypoint Accelerator program as a top 10, you know, up-and-coming company in the outdoor economy. Um, what advice do you have to them about that leap? Go slow. I think for me, um, I didn't know if I wanted to do it full-time because that's a big commitment when you make this your job. Um, and so I did it before I uh, quit my nine to five, you know, I, I did it part time for three years. Uh, and I, I grew it to the point part time where it was mature enough where I could, I felt like I had a plan B and, um, it was a mature enough, you know, company that it would survive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also knew I loved doing what I do because I'd been doing it for three years at that point. Um, so does I was, it get to a point where it's just like the tug of war is so strong on one side of the rope that you're like, I can't keep going to that nine to five anymore. I've got to do this other thing. To me, no. I really enjoyed my nine to five. That's always been my albatross. I get passionate about something, and I try to be grown up about it. Uh (laughs) You know, I think I've done good in the last five years or so. But previous to that, I was I was the one that like after I jumped a few times and landed okay, I jumped at everything. Yeah, and that was that was that's why I asked that. You know, I had to kind of learn to chill. A little bit, yeah. And kind of slow the roll a little bit. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> that's a tough call. That's really a personal one for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I really enjoyed my other work that I was doing that was totally unrelated. Um, but um, this seemed more of a sustainable, uh, long-term decision for me. Mm, yeah. Well, what's the best way for people to get in touch with Rockgeist and uh, check out what you have to offer and start to build that relationship with you and and get in the outdoors? Yeah. So. Uh, Everything goes through our website, rockgeist.com, and that's R-O-C-K-G-E-I-S-T. Um, and if you are local to the area, certainly come down to our workshop. We have open hours from 10 to 2. Uh, we are uh, just north of Asheville and Woodfin um, at the Millet Riverside. All right, very good. Well, Greg, thank you so much for being here and hanging out on the show today. Thanks for having me, Matt. Appreciate right. it. Sudden Rift Adventures and Historic Travelers Rest South Carolina has been outfitting the foothills for over 37 years with the best boats, bikes, tents, and more. With great brands, Sunrift has you covered for every adventure. Stop into Sunrift Adventures' unique outdoor shop and say hello today. Go to sunrift.com for more information. That's sunrift.com. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.